My name is Melissa Ebling. And I am Lexi DeYoung. Welcome to The Alignment Show. Where we talk about fitness, relationships, business, and personal growth. And finding alignment with all of it. We don't just do, we listen to our hearts, souls, and intuition. And we run with it. Are you with us? Let's jump in. Hello, hello, friends, and welcome to another episode of The Alignment Show, the first one of 2022. Let's go. It's your host, Lexi DeYoung. And Melissa Jane. Woohoo! Woohoo! And I feel like we have a very stereotypical podcast today, um, but it's going to be a banger. We're talking about New Year's resolutions, and we're going to talk a little bit about like our New Year's resolutions, and also just like how you can set yourself up for success with yours, because I personally most, I don't know how you feel, but I feel like New Year's resolutions get a ton of hate, or like people are all about them, and then like don't follow through, but there's like no in between, and I feel like for a lot of people, like they're not like a beneficial thing. Like they're either just like something that motivates you for a week, or you're like, fuck those. Um, but I think the new year can be a really, really good time just to reflect, create a vision for yourself, set new goals, and you know if you're strategic and smart about how you do it, like it can really like set the trajectory for the rest of your year, you know. Yeah, definitely. I definitely agree. I I think the theme with New Year's resolutions and really just with anything in life is just let people, just let people do what they want. If you love New Year's resolutions, hell yeah. If you hate them, hell yeah. But we're going to hold space for everyone to do what they feel is right and what they feel is in alignment for them. And so with that disclaimer aside, I know today Lex and I are going to share some of ours and definitely give you guys some practical tips for how to actually follow through and actually be successful with your resolutions and your goals. Because I think Lex, you had mentioned this recently that like one of the big reasons people don't achieve their resolutions is because they just forget what they are. Yep. That is, um, something our personal development coach years ago. And I feel like we talked about good old Jake Kaufman before shout out to Jake, but um, he changed most in my life, but he had us create a new year's vision for ourselves. And I remember he had us write our like one year mantra that we had um, on a note card and like keep it next to our laptops because for that, like that exact reason, the main reason people forget about their goals or, or don't accomplish their goals is because they forget about them. And I was like, that is such a good point because like, there are so many years where I set goals for myself, whether it was like a financial goal or like a saving goal or a fitness goal or a goal within like relationships or personal development. And a month goes by and you're like, not doing anything to get closer to that. And it's literally because you just kind of like let it fall off to the side. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we'll tell you guys between that side of things, like just being able to see your goals every single day to remind yourself, but also on the other side, the law of attraction, like the note card really freaking works. I, I have a new one sitting up here next to my computer now, but the one from last year, Lexi and I set like a pretty substantial goal, like in January of 2021, we're like, 
well, we want to hit this. We don't really know how we're going to get there, but this is the goal, right? And we'll be honest with you guys, we didn't quite hit it, but we basically hit the milestone right before that, just like one level down. And I guarantee you, if I didn't have that note card right there and see it every single day, that we would not have gotten that close. Yeah. And that's one thing. Um, when you set goals, make them like goals that scare the shit out of you. Make them stretch goals because I've always been someone who like, I almost set like goals that are super safe, if that makes sense, because I'm like, oh, well, what if I fail, right? Like that's embarrassing or I'm going to be so disappointed in myself or like that says something about like who I am as a person and what I'm like capable of or my work ethic or whatever. And like, that's embarrassing. But when you set goals that are like huge stretch goals, you're setting yourself up for success because you're either going to get there or, you know, it's still going to be a huge fucking win if you don't quite get there, right? Like with that financial goal, I can tell you like with alignment this year, like I, neither of us in a million years would have dreamed that our business would be as successful as it has been this year. Um, and we wouldn't have worked as hard as we did to get it there if we didn't have this bigger goal. You know, if we had played it safe, um, we probably would have just settled for the safe goal, right? Um, so don't be afraid to set goals that are like really fucking huge, even with like fitness, right? If you're whatever, squatting, just the bar right now, squatting 45 pounds. And you're like, there's no way I could ever get 135 pounds. Set the goal at 155 pounds, right? Because then you're going to push so much harder. And even if you get that 135 and don't quite get to the 155, that's still a huge fucking win rather than being like, I'm just going to try to get like tens on each side, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's a lot of it is just mindset. Like you're going to you're going to fill the space you give yourself. So set the bar fucking high. Why not? Literally, what do you have to lose? So, yeah. Yep. But yeah, with that, I feel like maybe we talk about kind of like how we go about setting our New Year's, not even New Year's goals, but just goals in general. Because I know this is the third year that Melissa and I have kind of like taken the same approach. And what's really cool this year is like, we're not even together, but I know we both did it the same way. Like we both have our little note card and we both like created our vision and, um, it's helped both of us be super, super successful. So I thought maybe we could kind of like talk through that. Yeah. Yeah. So to start things off, we definitely categorize the goals. Like we have business goals because obviously we're business partners. We have personal goals because we're best friends and we're going to share those with each other. Um, and just, you know, whatever categories you guys want to come up with, do that. That way you can set yourself up for success in every area of your lives. Um, so we set just goals for the year. And then something you can kind of work through even further is breaking those down into maybe quarterly, monthly, weekly goals to move the needle. Um, so I guess we can talk through an example. And the first one that comes to my mind is just where we want to take alignment, scaling it and helping as many women as possible. So we, we set a goal for the year, right? And that's going to be on the index card next to our computers, but then we're going to reverse engineer it, right? Like, okay, how many women do we need to reach every single month? How many women do we need to enroll? What programs can we come out with to serve these people? How can we even nurture 
you know, our Facebook group and our email list and even you guys on the podcast, like breaking it down into smaller bite-sized chunks that again, will help move the needle throughout the year. Yep. So it's almost like create a big goal and then reverse engineer as to how you are going to get there. Cause that's one thing that I think sets a lot of people up for failure too, is like you set these huge goals and, um, you know, let's say your goal is to lose 50 pounds or whatever, like that can seem so daunting. And maybe you get really discouraged when like one month you're up two pounds or something like that. But, um, you know, if you break it into bite-sized chunks of like, okay, like this month I want to, um, try to lose five pounds, right? Like that is going to be like, you're going to be so much more motivated because it's in like it's closer in sight, if that makes sense. I don't know why words are so hard today. Not a good day to podcast, but um, it's so much closer, right? And there's more urgency there as well. Um, so yeah, like Melissa and I with alignment, we were like, okay, like what's our annual goal as far as like clients we want to have? Maybe like different like programs or stuff we like really want to do. What's a revenue goal, right? Um, and then we can kind of reverse engineer like, okay, like quarterly, what do we want to do? We literally sat down um, yesterday with our business coach and like planned out like every single launch for the year and like, what, what do each of those need to look like? Right. Um, and I know for me, that's so, so much more motivating because I'm like, okay, like now we just focus on just this launch. Right. Um, so there's that. Yeah. Yeah. Very helpful. Recommend having a coach in any area of your life lives. <laughs> um, but also just taking these tips that we're giving you and obviously implementing them, um, because they really work. So that's with like the business stuff with personal stuff. Um, it just kind of depends what you're talking about. Some of it's not as easily quantifiable. Um, for example, like, okay, I want to travel. Like, I guess you could put like, okay, how many trips do you want to take? I know for me, I want to go this year. I want to go to Cancun, to Cabo, to the Caribbean, and to Hawaii. Like, that's just what I want to do this year. And really, just because there's really no good reason. I just want to. So <laughs> four trips, I guess, is like my my travel goal. Yeah, and I would say if you can make goals quantifiable, like I'm sure everyone listening has heard of SMART goals, right? So those are like specific, measurable, attainable, and time bound. Um, like that's the best, but it's also okay to have goals that aren't necessarily, um, smart goals. Like, like Melissa said, like travel and like, you can quantify that. Um, she could be like, Oh, I want to go on one trip each quarter or whatever. Um, but that is a smart goal. But I think sometimes if you have goals that aren't like for me, one thing I really want to work on this year is just being more conscientious and like involved with my finances and like investing and saving and all of that stuff. Um, and that's not necessarily like measurable, right? But I can kind of set again, reverse engineering more like specific goals within that. Like, okay, I'm going to talk with my financial advisor at least once a quarter. I'm going to look at and update my budget spreadsheet. I want to have this much in my savings by the end of the year. I want to, you know, like these are all things that I did to hold myself accountable to 
achieving that, right? Because it's really easy to be like, oh, like I want to be more um, conscientious of like where I'm spending money or more involved. And then it comes to the end of the year and you're like, I think I was better spending my money. Like, you know, um, but, you know, I want to take like a couple courses about investing. So those are all things that you can do if you just have like a bigger overarching goal or if you're like i want to get a promotion at work okay like what little things can you do within that to set you up for success with that larger goal Mm -hmm. yeah and with the smart goals i think you skipped over the r the r is relevant but that kind of just fits in perfectly here because when you have the big goal for the year right or long-term goal ask yourself what's relevant to move the needle with that like if you want to be more conscientious about your spending you're not going to set a goal to like, I don't know, just something completely unrelated. Like I want to go to 17 dinners this month. Like that doesn't, you know what I mean? Like make sure it makes sense. And you, you guys are going to know the answers. Like a lot of people in any situation will say like, well, I don't like, you know, you'll ask someone a question about like, how should I do this? Right. And my favorite people are the ones that say, well, what do you think? Because most of the time we already know what we should be doing and we have the answers inside us. We just need someone else to kind of talk it out and like pull it out of us. So if you can get an accountability buddy or someone that you trust to talk to about your goals, that's going to be really beneficial for both of you. Yep. And that is something I actually talked about this on my story, but if you can tell someone about your goal goals, like do it. Cause that's another thing. Like I said, I get, I know this is like the Enneagram three in me. Like I just get so the thought of not accomplishing a goal and someone else knowing is so embarrassing. If I don't accomplish a goal, I'm only, I know like it's fine. It's fine. Whereas Melissa is an Enneagram one would probably beat herself up. But I'm like, it's fine if only I know. But if someone else knows, like, I'm going to do it. And it's not like you need someone, like, over you, right? Like, I've shared my goals with Melissa. And it's not like she's going to be like, oh, well, like, did you do your budget spreadsheet this week? You know what I mean? But it's also just, um, I think it does give you some level of accountability. And it's also, like, law of attraction and, like, speaking your goals into existence and having that, like, when you say it, it almost makes you like believe that you can do it, if that makes sense. Um, like I know for me, I put on my store, I was like, I'm a deadlift 300 pounds this year. And like, oh, you sure as fuck bet I'm gonna do it now. You know what I mean? Like, so I think the more that you can put your goals out there, as scary as it is, the better it's going to be. And the other thing I wanted to touch on, because I know Melissa said like setting goals in like multiple areas of your, your life and then being realistic when you set goals in different areas of your life, you can also make sure that they all no pun intended, right, but are in alignment, right? So if you're setting like career goals and fitness goals and financial goals and personal like fun goals or like personal development goals, um, just for example, like it's not going to make sense if you are like, you know, a big goal of mine, I'm just going to use mine of like being conscientious and smart with money right and you're like and i want to go to three dinners every week and go on four trips and like buy the buy a new car right like so making sure that like all of your goals kind of can like work together and can coexist i think is huge right or like having a fitness goal of um maybe you're like i really want to lose 20 pounds and like have a cut And then you also like really want to work on your relationship with food and your relationship with your body and hit PRs in the gym, right? Like not saying that you can't do all of that at once, but you're going to need to figure out how you can 
do all that and how they can coexist and like work together, if that makes sense. Yeah. Which is such a good point because you can't be going a bunch of different directions. Everything needs to be aligning and going toward your higher self, which leads me to my next point that I'd love to talk about. We did this exercise with our clients on our team call last night. We do this every year with our clients and with ourselves, but that is really um, planning out like your vision and something that I know Lex, you preached a few days ago on your story is asking yourself, not what do I need to do to reach these goals, but who do I need to be right? Because if you step up into that higher version of yourself, where you want to be and make decisions from that place, that is going to put you on such a better track to achieve those goals because you're already acting as if, and that's literally how manifestation works. Yep. And that's something that I have focused on so much the last couple of years. Cause like, it's so easy for me to like set goals and be like, I'm accomplish these. Right. But it also is like, who do I want to be while accomplishing those things? And who does it, who does it help me become like when I accomplish these things? Right. Cause it's so easy to accomplish a million things, which I have. Right. And just feel like so unfulfilled. And at the end of the day, like we all want to, we all have goals because we want to feel a certain way. We want to um, experience life a certain way. We want to experience certain emotions, right? And so staying tied to that is so important. And so one thing that I always do, um, and most of I actually read a book called The Alter Ego Effect that literally changed my life. And that's why I do this now. But it's like, think about like you wake up in the morning, right? It's the end of 2022. And how do you feel? How do you act? What does your life look like? And I'll literally walk through that and almost like create a character for myself. And it's not anything like diff, like super different than who I am, but like what qualities does this person have? And um, what we did with our clients is we're like, pick a couple words, right? Like pick a couple words, one or two words that um, describe like how you want to experience this year. And then pick a few like core values that you want to embody every single day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it, it really, if you guys have not read the alter ego effect, read it. It's a big yellow book. It's so, so good. It will change your life. But I know focusing on like how you want to feel and really just pretending, right. It's your alter ego that you're already in that state of mind. Like I know for me, the, the theme that always comes up. So what my word for 2022 is be like to just be one of my intentions is to really just be present this year. My other intention is to get out of my own way because like Lexi said, our alter egos, like for us anyway, they're not that different from who we are right now, but it's mainly everything in my own mind because I put so many conditions on myself I feel like I'm stressed and like trying to hurry up and get through things instead of just being this like flowy person who is not in a rush because she knows she's going to get everything done. And she makes really hard decisions with ease because she's confident in her decisions and trusting her intuition and knowing what's right and not like dragging myself through the ringer because little do you guys know the last like four to six months for us have just been like a lot and it was all in the name of growth. But 
I know that I don't want to make myself feel like that again. And a lot of that stress was self-induced. So that's kind of like what I am working on embodying for my higher self. Yeah. And I think what's really cool when you do that and you just like keep that in mind. Right. And again, I would encourage you to like write this down, like write this like character down. Um, but you are making decisions and acting from the place of that person. Right. So I know for me, um, one of my, I guess my two words for this year are radiant and centered. Um, and so I tend to just be a very like doing a million things at once, thinking a million things at once. It's like a great quality. Um, but you know, oftentimes I also will just like not take care of myself. Right. And like not take care of my space and like rush through things. And I really want to just like slow down kind of like Melissa said, be present, be someone who, um, is just like so confident and like I said, radiant, vibrant, happy, but also just like calm and centered because that's just like, so not how I experience life right now. And so even like, you know, these past few days, it like, I'm always thinking like, okay, like what does that Lexi do? Right? Like what, what does that Lexi do? Like she does the little things. She like slows down. She really like sits and is present in her morning routine. She picks up at night, right? Like she nurtures herself, whatever. Um, and you're making decisions from that place. And that's going to be so helpful with helping you accomplish your, your goals too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I know that was a lot (laughs) wrapped up into one, but is there anything else that we wanted to add onto this? I feel like this is a really good kind of like gist of goal setting, right? So create big goals, work backwards, think of who you want to be, right? And think of how you want to experience this year and make sure that, you know, whatever goals you set can all work together and are in alignment with who you want to be. That's what I feel like it all comes down to. Yeah, this was, this is goal setting 101. So hopefully you guys enjoyed it. We would love to hear your goals. We would love to know if this was helpful. Um, You can always tag us, share a little screenshot of the podcast. That way we can get it out there. I know I always tell you guys it's helpful, but Lexi and I, we're going to get on it with our consistency. We're serious this time. <laughs> For every, every podcast we record every like three months, we're like, we're, we're going to be on it, but no, for real. Um, we're like really, really excited and would also love to hear anything that you guys want to learn about or just hear about um, what kind of podcasts you enjoy. Um, so feel free to shoot us a DM. Our Instagram handles are always linked in the description. So screenshot, share, tag, DM, all the good stuff. Yes. Give us a five-star review. Yeah. I was going to say, give us five-star rating and review. That is helpful as well. Um, but otherwise good luck with your goal setting and we will talk to you guys in the next one. Woohoo!